Hello, everyone. And I promise it won't just be the two of us tonight. Uh, but, but it could be. It, it could. We will never know. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome to another week of SDGC Live. I'm Derek. I'm joined by Jeff. We are supposed to be joined by Finn and Britt. Uh, Britt is, will be here uh, it, within the next three minutes, knowing her. And Finn is running a little late at work, but he wanted to be on, and he will be on just when he gets back. Um, Britt is fitting. just reassembling her couch cushion. Yeah, exactly. Her, her dog decimated it. Welcome to welcome to a very chill show because it's been a very chill week with not a lot of big gaming news and good. Let's not have a lot of drama for once, please. Can mm-hmm. we? You drama know, drama weeks are my least favorite. Yeah, let's let's let us simply not. Um, also, if this can be like a sloppy and fun show, I'm about that. Cause I've done so many fucking SDGC podcasts this <laughs> last week and a half, plus Castle Bravo, plus I'm working on something for Stormy. Oh, yeah. It's it's been a like you said, it's been a chill week news wise, but it's been a it's been a busy week for I think all of us. Yeah, because uh, what like since the last live show we've put out uh, reviews for Forspoken and Dead Space, and then we put out our Last of Us. Uh, mm-hmm. episode discussion which was i mean that episode was a, a huge deal everywhere yeah. so and then we've got another one that we'll be recording soon uh that actually brit's taking the lead on mm-hmm. um for what is what is the game that that you're going to be reviewing brit your mic is muted love it it's okay love we it. love you brit hey hi which one i have theatrical rhythm coming up and i also have that's um, right. We do have theater rhythm, theatrical, yeah. however you pronounce it. Yeah, whoever. It's Final Fantasy. There's no wrong way yeah. to pronounce whatever the fuck <laughs> they're, they're sending you. Um, and then I have a space for the Unbound, which has been a ride. It's been taking. So it's not that long of a game. From what I read, it's like seven hours, but it uh, deals with like depression and anxiety. And there are moments where I just kind of have to like, okay, like. This has it's been heavy. enough. I need to, yeah, I need to take a step back. I've heard it's um, heavy, but it, it handles things beautifully when it comes to the I'm sensitive hoping subjects. so, because it's a lot of, right now, it's just a lot of fetch quests with the anxiety stuff mixed, like, mixed in. Like, there's something going mm. on, and you don't know what's up. So I'm, like, I'm waiting for the ending to tie it together, and I know it will, because it's mm-hmm. gotten great reviews and everything. I'm just, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to crank out the rest tomorrow, but it's been, I haven't got to review it as fast as I want, because I, I, I thought I was ready to take something like that on, but totally get it. Totally mm-hmm. get it. But yes, yeah, so it's been busy, busy week of SDGC content. And and then like I said, John was on Castle Bravo, which not to not to take advantage of the fact that I'm on multiple podcasts, but people should be listening to Castle Bravo as well. They should be. They should. Yeah. Like it's for your voice funny. alone. Yeah. You're coming up, Britt. You're only a couple episodes away, I think. Yes. So yeah. Um Jeff, you're like it kills me. I know. You're like a year away. <laughs> I, I, it's probably more than a year. I, I appreciate your uh, optimism, but it's, it's probably like a year and a month or two. But okay, uh, all right, yeah. Because well, Jeff, you're I'll, gonna be yeah. Oh. Sometimes good things just take a while to happen. Yes, exactly. Okay. Yeah. So, how's everybody doing tonight? I'm good, actually. I'm feeling good. I'm having a good day. I uh, I've been adulting hard today, so it's nice to just take a break and chill. Yeah, Britt. Not great. <laughs> not fucking great be gonna, gonna be honest with you i'm sorry it's okay it's just this is like my first like bad day i've had in a long time so i'm just like like a month 
So I'm grateful for that at least. <laughs> like, you know, like my life went smooth for a month. And if that's all, if that's as long as I'm going to get, then that's fine. But yeah. it'll get better. It'll, it'll work itself out, you know. Still yeah. Just, I'm still on my job grind. Somebody hire me, please, before I have to sell my feet or make an OnlyFans account. And, um, we yeah, can always sell pictures of my feet and say they're yours, and that way your dignity is preserved. I don't give a shit. Look at my nasty <laughs> fucks. I respect it. Fucks. <laughs> you fucking dirty bastards, you. <laughs> you. This isn't my shame. This is your shame. <laughs> Christ. So um, we do have a couple things we're going to talk about tonight. We're going to talk about um, there's been news of a lot of cancellations and a lot of publishers um, thinking that they're going to be on, on kind of hard times over the next year. There's one publisher in particular who thinks they're going to be having a very, very good time over the next year. Um, but before all of that, let me let me throw out we, we haven't we don't have John's new script, so this is going to be slightly awkward. But I'm throwing out the link to the Discord. Please join the SCC Community Discord. It's a great place. We do community like movie and game nights. It's a good crowd. We moderate it heavily to make sure that it is a safe and comfortable space for folks from all walks of life. Um, also, 100%. Please, please, please. Uh, I know that also we're Also, our emotes. Like, our emotes yeah. are fucking chef's kiss. Yeah. Join we for are, that alone. We are, we are traditionally not very good about asking for money, um, but we're looking at some of the, uh, as we start going back to PAX again and try to do more get-together charity events, that's going to cost money. So if you all could subscribe to us on Twitch or on uh, support us on Patreon, that goes towards our equipment needs and our travel costs for us to do those things. We will never gate like content content podcasts behind the Patreon. We're working on ways that we can make that more valuable to people who choose to support us. Um, you know, ears are open, but that's enough of that. Enough of the the awkward asking for mun muns. Um, let's talk a little bit. Can we do it. News? Give about. us money, you fucks. You want feet pics? <laughs> I gotta send, you send us money. I gotta practice. Oh, thank you, Grant. Grant in the chat. <gasps> my husband, Grant. Yeah. Hello. We gotta. Pra I gotta practice my uh, thin dom. Is what I've got to do. Yeah. So, for yeah. sure. Some powerful <laughs> shit. And uh, Before... Rom just Rom just threw us a Prime subscription as well. So thank you. Yeah. Thank yeah. you all. Oh, thank you. Prime so, subs are just as good as other subs. Yes. It, it all in counts. fact, they're 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 better because they're, better. they're free yeah. to y'all. So, <laughs> um, before we get on to the actual like news discussion, let's talk a little bit about what we've been playing. Jeff, let's start with you. What yeah, you been doing sure. over the past week? Um, I'm still still playing Final Fantasy 14. Uh, I, I I know Brit's on here, but I don't have John, so the the audience is diminished. I won't get into it too much. I'm just really enjoying it. Um, the great thing I love about this game is you can take a long time off and come back. There's no FOMO. Like everything is just there, which is over almost like overwhelming sometimes because yes. ten years of game have just piled up. So there's like an insane amount of stuff. But uh, I take six months off. I come back. Um, I just finished up the uh, Ivalice raids um, from Stormblood, and so I'm just chipping away at side content, unlocking a bunch of stuff I haven't. Uh, next up, I have to. I have to do Alexander, which was part of Heaven's Word. It was some raids there. I didn't I like Alexander. Like, yeah, I I don't know. I, I'm just gonna do it to 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 say that I did it. Um, and I'm actually replaying Heaven's Word. I'm doing New Game Plus just just to because my brain forgets things, and I really enjoy the story. I think I mentioned that last time. But it's 
it's good just not rushing through to like to try to avoid spoilers and stuff. I'm just taking it at my own pace, do a little bit of main story, do a little bit of side stuff. Uh, trying to, I, I mentioned last time I got an apartment and I got broke. I, I blew all my money on furnishings. So let's move just, in with me, Jeff. Let's be roommates. <laughs> John, let's be John is confident roomies. the game has a roommate system, uh, unbeknownst to the developers themselves. Um, but yeah, so other than that, I um, started and finished Goldeneye on xbox oh God. how was that fucking like was it like um, um our I mean, journey I, stream was it like one of those games where you're like you go back and play and you're like it's this isn't as good as i remember no i mean i i know what it is i've played the uh the perfect arc port on uh, the xbox live um remake on, in rare replay so like i know what i'm getting into i played goldeneye uh, at a friend's place a few years ago like i'm i'm pretty much immune to old game jank if the vibes are good and the atmosphere is good and especially if there's a blast of nostalgia um i'll be fine with it so honestly it uh this so the the thing about this at first i thought it was a decent port and then i started looking into it more and I, i'm sorry if people don't care about goldeneye but it's really frustrating this particular situation so i didn't know that the version released on xbox is not um the remake that was or the remaster whatever you want to call it that was done back in 2007 for xbox live arcade um this is basically just a straight port of the n64 game i guess they had to scrap that one i assume the licensing got worked out and now they could release it apparently they were just never allowed to release that one which is a shame it was a native 360 port of the game um and it eliminated a lot of the problems that are in this one so there's basically two strengths of the xbox version and i tried it out on switch on nintendo switch online as well um and there's some positives there shockingly the xbox version has far worse performance than the switch one which i don't what? think anybody saw coming so no uh i'm not digital foundry i can honestly can't even tell what it's running at i feel like it's running at higher than 30 but i don't know if it's frame rate issues i think it's frame pacing the game just gets like, I'm going to call it swampy. Like it feels like you're tromping around a swamp or in quicksand. Like it gets very sluggish, especially when there's smoke effects, which makes me think it's maybe frame drops, but it's in general, it's just very janky and sluggish and choppy and it does not run good. Um, otherwise resolution like is clearly very high. It looks very crisp. It looks sharp. Um, so that's, that's a big drawback of the Xbox one is the performance is really bad. Um, and then of course it doesn't have the, uh, the online play either like the switch version Finn. does I feel... um conversely oh i i booted up the switch version and it runs phenomenally but oh so here's here's one of the strengths of the xbox version. it has modern controls um so it plays like you know right stick is your camera left stick moves you around Need and the thing so i bad. noticed because i've played a lot of the perfect dark version on rare replay uh, with Perfect Dark and Goldeneye, they have this thing where um, on like the 64, I guess it would be the, I don't know what you call the trigger there. Is it still the Z button or the Z button Yeah, on the bottom of the controller? So in Perfect Dark on the Xbox, when you do that, it brings up like a manual targeting cursor, um, mm -hmm. almost like a zoom, but you cannot move and use that at the same time. You basically stop that in your tracks and then this little cursor comes up and you can kind of move and aim. And then when you let go of that and go out of that mode, then you can move around again. In Goldeneye on the Xbox, you can both strafe and move forward and back while you bring up that target at the same time. It makes it really fun and really precise. So you can actually be strafing and still bring up your little crosshair and pick off some headshots. Um, so they've clearly updated the controls to some degree. On the Switch version, I was horrified to learn it seems to be the standard N64 controls, which I don't even know. I'm assuming it's these are bad. the original controls. The right stick fucking strafes. 
but it but up and down on the right stick do not go forward and back they look up and down there and are alternate the control stick, schemes but it's all bad i have i was not able to find alternate control schemes are they in there they are um but it's also you have to like pause and go into like okay. the settings and but the problem is also it's so sensitive that yeah. i would find myself skipping three or four options at a time when i hit the <laughs> control stick down once yeah and my joy cons are fine so yeah um i mean the the default control scheme is just is just absolutely dreadful so uh i i enjoy my time with the game it's it's obviously very dated it's obviously very janky um it's it, it's pretty it's funny to see like a licensed game from this era there's no continuity from scenes it's just random parts of the movie and half of it is made up because they had to fill more of a game with with parts that weren't little shooty bangs in the in the film um, that just sounds dirty jeff shooty bangs mm-hmm. <laughs> of course it does i forgot what <laughs> podcast i was on yeah you um, forgot i was here it's all right it happens but but yeah like i i appreciated the nostalgia and i i just appreciate it as a little time capsule it's interesting i forgot i honestly forgot that all the little um side objectives and gadgets and stuff that are in perfect dark were in Goldeneye to uh to some extent it was clearly their first attempt at it but that's like a big staple of perfect dark is uh and even when you go up different difficulty levels um there's more objectives and more side things to do and, and some of them are really straightforward them but some of them um take a little bit of cleverness and, and ingenuity so uh it's just cool to see where it started from and and kind of go back to their roots and this was like one of the first real console first person shooters um so yeah I, I had a good time with it i'm done the last few levels are absolutely dreadful uh, I've said that a few times now. The one uh, there's a lot of things about this game that are dreadful, and the last three levels are just a fucking nightmare. And the I never one where you have to protect game. Boris as he's like unlocking shit, like okay. Boris and Natasha. Well, the fucking worst. Every, I was I was posting screenshot in Discord. Every mission in this game is like 23 missions. The objective is protect Natalia, uh, escort Natalia save natalia like could she fucking just do something i guess this is just 90s women he's simping don't 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 stomp on his game all right he's he's doing what he needs to to secure that that bag but uh yeah i had a good time with just a second finn is oh let's see if that helped finn no he may need to drop and reconnect regardless continue jeff uh i'm done that that's about it um what have you been playing brett not a lot um i've been playing obviously a space for the unbound um i played that for a good chunk yesterday i was trying to crank it out before i did my review and then of course um as you guys know shit happened um and other than that i have been playing wow um like i said for those who haven't heard it i've been playing it to kind of honor my friend's memory um because this is the first expansion that has come out that he's not been here for um i'm coming up on a year anniversary of his death and it's just been nice to kind of get lost and absorb myself in something that he enjoyed um and that we once enjoyed together um but i'm actually really enjoying like just the gameplay and everything of it like i'm in, i'm enjoying the side questing and the you know the farming and uh, just playing a new WoW expansion. Like, this is my first time ever playing a WoW expansion as it came out. Um, so I've been just uh, like Jeff has been doing in uh, 14. I've just been grinding a lot of old content and uh, new content. And my favorite thing to do in that game is to get more clothes for my Barbie dress up character. Um uh, <laughs> 
which in Final Fantasy XIV is Glamour, in WoW it is uh, Transmog. So that is like my ultimate end game. That is like, that will motivate me to do the most obscene shit. I will sell feet pics for Transmog, um, but I will do the most obscene shit for Transmog. It's like, it's what I do. And what's cool about WoW is that when you unlock a piece and it's account wide. Um, so if you get something, you can, you know, make a new character and, you know, transmog it. Um, whereas 14, which is a bummer. Uh, if you get an item, then it's just for that character. Um, and I know they made that game to be like you play one character and that's it. But I mean, clearly that's not what people are doing. You know, they're going back, they're making new characters and um that kind of thing. So it's something that I wish 14 had, especially because I have bought some uh, clothing items off of the 14 website. And yeah, so that's what I've been doing. Um, I have a I was just going to say on that note, like I would really wish uh, I would like that feature, if nothing else, like sometimes I would like to change up my appearance, not clothing, but like my physical appearance. And I don't want to drop a Fantasia. Like every yeah, you time. can do that in WoW too. You just go to a barber and you can change, like you can literally just plastic yourself. Like you can yeah. change everything. <laughs> we which... go to the barber and get a different nose. Yeah, you pretty much uh, get a nose. Let me get a tattoo. Let me grow long hair when I've had a buzz cut. Like you two took a drink at the exact same time and it was adorable. Um, but yeah, so I've been playing that. I have a wonderful little guild that I've been doing events with. Um, I am gonna show my super nerd here but i love to role play uh so i've been really involved in that and doing that um but yeah other than that i've just been doing a space for the unbound and that i really miss god of war <laughs> i don't i like even weeks later i'm still like man i wish i could play god of war i wish i didn't platinum it <laughs> like, uh but i'm just waiting for theatrism uh because i fucking love rhythm games y'all have Did you play the demo no idea I haven't played it. I want. I want to go in fresh. I want yeah, to go me in, too. Mm -hmm. Um, untouched because I played the first one. I had the first one on DS. Um, but yeah, it's just been. Are people? I need to figure out. Like, I don't trust myself because I have bad taste in games. Like, I need to. I have a fantasy critic. I need to know. Do people like? Are people digging the demo? Like, what's the what's the vibe? Like, as far as I've seen, people are digging the demo. And okay. like, here's my opinion: It's Final Fantasy music. You can't go wrong with Final Fantasy. Like everybody, even if you're not a Final Fantasy fan, you mm -hmm. love Final Fantasy music. Yeah, Slap yeah, some fucking true. buttons, beats on that. Like it's. Mm -hmm. You can't fuck that up. And if they do, wow, Square. Wow, again, Forspoken and now Theatrhythm. I'm still in the lead in my fantasy critic because I had A Space for the Unbound, which had a 84, and I also had another indie game, which got like an 82. So I'm still Forspoken's in first. Forspoken's reviews weren't too bad. I, I, it gave me a negative one. Last score. I checked, it was 69. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, so it was 70. I wouldn't have lost anything, which is still not great. Uh, but with... With Forspoken, I lost minus one, which if I'm going to be losing anything, I'd rather only be like one one point uh, and not like six. Uh, so, yeah, I'm I'm doing pretty good. I'm I'm a little proud of myself and my indie picks because they have been mm -hmm. they've been out of the park. I was going to say big knockers, but that's not the right term. They've been, hit <laughs> they've been hitting it out the park. It does feel right. like a like a never mind. <laughs> my, my favorite thing, like, I, I know a lot of people, a lot of our listeners don't care about Fantasy Critic, and, and uh, but I think one of the fun things about it um, is it's like a fun game, but also it's like a win 
when you find or like learn about games that you didn't know existed and then on top of that they get really good reviews like mm -hmm. it's like yeah. fuck like forget about the game like forget about the game like I just I'm just excited to hear about these new awesome games that I never would have heard about if I wasn't playing. People right. have really been loving doing the fantasy critic league in our mm -hmm. in our Discord. It's it's oh, not it's something I take part throat. in. We, it is it's cutthroat. It is still hilarious yeah. to me that John uh was uh did the fantasy critic league last year and every single game he picked, correct me if I'm wrong, either was not real. Or did not come out that year. He had sixteen. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. he had like the the six pixel remaster. He counterpicked Elden Ring. <laughs> I feel like he had something. Why would like... you do that? So for those who don't know, a counterpicking a game is where you essentially pick a game that a you know is probably not going to release that somebody else has picked, um, or b um, is not gonna score great. Like for instance, for my counter pick, I did Dead Island Two because there's no way that's coming out and it's gonna be good. And if it is, fuck me. Um, <laughs> um, so John thought Elden Ring was going to score bad. Um, it did not. I think it was the best scoring game last year. Um, <laughs> and but he didn't just... think it was gonna score bad. That's what makes it so confusing. He just didn't know what he Nobody was Nobody was then. more excited for Elden Ring than John. Right. 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 Um, if you just yeah, thought so, it was going to be bad, I, we'd all be fine. It would make sense. That's what bothers me. It doesn't make sense. So for those who don't know, Fantasy Critic is basically like a He was like being deliberately league, confusing, he says. But with um, the score that video games get when they release, um, you know, just from all the news, news outlets around, and they kind of condense that score into one score. And based on how high it is, you get points. Or if it gets a 70 and a below 70, you get zero points. Below that, you get minus points. Um, so, yeah, we have a lot of fun with that in our, um, our Discord. Uh, Sonia says, I want to get Dead Island 2. I mean, it's a zom zombie hack and slash game. Like, I feel like, I feel like, one of my reasons for picking it is we have time to talk about this shit. I was like, yeah. oh, no, I'm taking up time. Uh, one of my reasons why I picked it is because, one, it was supposed to come out like 10 years ago. <laughs> and it didn't. Uh, and two, I think people are kind of over the zombie genre by now. Right. Like nobody like Maybe. back for blood. Ignoring the like, fact that The Last of Us is like the biggest show on TV right now. But, but that's not zombies. It, that's. It's, it's, it's not popular because of the infected. It's just, yeah, exactly. Did I hear right. Finn? Funny. Yes, Finn. I've been here the whole time, fam. Hey, bud. Hey. But I just, um, on, I just realized on hotel bandwidth, I can't be on video. Uh, okay. That sucks. But we got you. That's what matters. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, I don't think Dead Island 2 is going to do great because um, I think people are kind of over the zombie hack and slash genre. Um, I th I just I think Back for Blood is gonna have have done it better since the original Dead Island. But what I said, we'll come back to that one. <laughs> yeah, we'll uh, we'll see. Um, but yeah, you that's 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 what I've been doing. Yeah, obsessing over my fantasy critic score and playing video games in the meantime while biting my nails. Finn. What's up? What you been playing, bud? Jack Move and Pokemon Scarlet. Your boy became is officially a shiny hunter in Pokemon. <laughs> uh, did, did anybody have any doubts? Yeah, I mean, I've never done it before. 
like ever. Can you explain? I don't know what a shiny is. Can you explain? So a shiny is a Pokemon that has a one in four thousand something chance of being a different color. One in four thousand. Yeah, and I've never encountered in all of my years playing Pokemon since the original Red and Blue. I've never come across a wild shiny. And in Scarlet, I came across one in the first five minutes. And then over the course of the game, I've, I got several more. And then I found out that they've made all of the in-game competitive stuff so streamlined and accessible that I can finally do like cool post-game stuff and like build a team that can do things and all the all the nitty-gritty bullshit that I used to want to do but never have the time, like EV training or IV breeding or shiny hunting is gone from like having to be like weeks and months dedicated to, hey, did you make this sandwich? Cool. For the next 30 minutes, everything's going to go your way. And it's awesome. So I've been doing that. And then I started up a new RPG that came out uh, late last year that I had never heard of. And then my fr our friend Cam Hawkins recommended it. Short, like eight to 10 hour little pixel RPG, but all based on uh, hacking and cyber, like in a futuristic, like cyberpunky kind of world. Yeah. And it's amazing. Jack Move is dope. It's exactly the kind of length that I can play on a trip and then come home and continue plugging away at a big boy game. But like Jack Move is dope. I started it today and now I can't stop playing. It's really good. I trust Cam's really uh, opinions on RPGs. Same. And he was like, hey, this game is really good. And I was like, I haven't heard of it. I'll track it out. And then I was like, I'm going on a trip. It's on the Switch. Seems like a perfect combination. And it has been. Yeah. And then also I've been playing Forspoken. Yeah. And it's good. Not how, great. How have, how have your feelings good. on it evolved since we did the review? Because when we did the review, I'd beaten it. And I think you were still in the opening, like... Correct. Hour. Once that opening, like, uh, walk and talk section ends, like, game's great. I love the gameplay. The traversal is amazing. Uh, I love Faye, uh, Faye as a character. So it's like, yeah, I don't get the hate. But then again, that kind of dialogue and that kind of, like, uh, like talking. And I, I personally love it when my characters, like, talk and, and, like, talk to themselves and provide banter and feedback. Like, Aloy is my girl. Uh, I love it when any of the games do it, and so this has been no exception. Yeah, so, I'm high on it. Not not like again, <laughs> solid seven and a half out of ten, but like in a good way. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, well, I guess uh, I'm left. So she's been playing. I don't, I don't know if I'd mentioned the Dead Space remake as of last live show. Uh, was it out yet? Or Dead Space remake, I don't or did think that so. that came out the day after? Um, yeah. So I I played and beat the Dead Space remake. We just put a review up, me and Justin. Uh, so go listen to that for full opinions on the Dead Space remake. Uh, but the short version is, I think it's fucking immaculate. I think it is maybe the first must-play game of the year. Um, you know, assuming that you have the stomach to deal with a horror game. Uh, it's, okay, it's, so here's my question. I'm going to interrupt you real quick. Yes. I've never played it. Okay. This is the best way to play it, easily. Right. Should I play it? It's I mean, scary. you like horror? Yeah. How scary is it? 
Very. I mean, it could get pretty scary and pretty tense. Uh, it's 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 certainly. So what you're not... saying is I should play it for the first time while streaming it. Fuck so. yes, oh, okay. absolutely. Um, I will say that in terms of like difficulty, I actually think it's really well balanced in terms of its difficulty. In like on its normal difficulty, it will provide a challenge, but it does like there's a lot of AI running behind the scenes to adjust its difficulty and adjust what sort of, you know, resources get dropped for you in order to try to keep you at a certain level of scarcity. So um, like, you know, it's it's very it's more approachable to play than you might think, but it is very scary. It is the best version of that game. It brings the entire church subplot of the original game that is not very heavily expanded upon, but becomes very important in the second and third game. And it brings that very into the forefront of the story in a way that I really appreciate. Um, yeah, it's just very good. It's extremely good. Play it. Um, the other thing I've been playing, this is just today, but it has, it has eaten up my day is so like yesterday I got the theater rhythm demo on switch and I was like, this is a good time. Like I haven't played a rhythm game in a while and theater rhythm wasn't a hundred percent clicking with me, but Jeff uh, just tuned in. He immediately was like, I need to hear these. Thoughts. Yeah. But I was like, you know, I'm, I'm vibing, right. Cause I love final fantasy music and, so and maybe this specific version of, I, I liked it a little more on the touchscreen on the DS, but it's yes. working for me, but it got me thinking like, man, I just wish, I could play fucking rock band again um, because like guitar hero and rock band were the rhythm games. Those in like a leap beat agents for some reason were the rhythm games. That Love I'm most agents. Give with. me that shit again. Thank you. Um, so I was looking into it uh, yesterday because I've got rock band four on PS4, but like it's kind of, I, I like it's kind of a nightmare and I bought all of the because I've I've bought every Rock Band game and I've done the export every time, but I've lost all that shit. So I know I'm not gonna have access to most of what I wanted. So then I was introduced to Clone Hero, and Clone Hero is a like fan made PC like version of Rock Band or Guitar Hero, where you can connect your instruments. If you can get your instruments that you have connected to your PC, you can basically go out and find and download songs that people have provided one way or another uh, and and play rock band or guitar hero and i got all that set up and i got my my ps4 oh, stratocaster damn. back out and um i got i got my little bluetooth adapter hooked up to my pc and i managed oh, to yeah. reacquire all the rock band games soundtracks on there and uh i spent like i got home at five and from about five to seven i was just playing clone hero nonstop just guitaring, singing along, right? Like, God, do you know how long it's been since I sang out loud when there was a person in the house? It doesn't fucking happen. Um, yeah. I find the key when, when I play rock band with my friends is you just have to get the mute, like the music tracks so loud that you can't fully hear like yeah. exactly how good of a singer. Uh, although some people are really good singers. You got to modulate your volume for sure. There's yeah. some songs where I know I'm a good singer and there's some songs where I'd, I'd rather not find out. Um, I mean, like, can nobody can really sing like one of those Beastie Boys songs, right? No, 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 no. Yeah. But give me some David Bowie. I will yeah. do some David Bowie. I will belt to some Queen. I will do some Soundgarden. Like, you know, 
Derek, I don't confident. know if you remember this. What was there was a game I played on Steam ages ago, and I I can't even remember the name of it now. It was like it was like a rhythm game, but it was almost custom. Like you could upload. I feel like you could pick or choose tracks, and it kind of would. It was almost like uh, I don't want to say randomly generated, but there's okay. a lot of weird little little. I mean, like the the ones this one I know pretty popular. I knew that are really beloved or like Osu it. was a big one, right? Mm-hmm. That was like a PC like Elite Beat Agents knockoff. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm going to find this one. I'm going to yeah. come back to this. But yeah, Clone Hero is a big deal. Um, and it looks like it supports basically the full rock band experience. And I've got two guitars and a set of drums. So, like, I'm, I'm, next time SCGC gets together, like, we're doing not rock band. Y'all know that, right? I hope so. Like, yep. we're going to do that for sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, um, but that's been good because music has always been a big part of my life. Um and I never like I I tried to learn to play and like guitar for many years and it never clicked. And then my dad gave up and, and moved me to bass, which is what happens when you fail at guitar. I was and- just going to say I played bass because I couldn't <laughs> I couldn't play like the, the chords or whatever on the guitar. Yeah. Like, give me one string at a time and I'll fucking crush yeah, it. But then I wasn't good at bass. Like I, uh, I just spent yeah. years trying to learn and I just couldn't get it figured out i might be good at keyboard uh you know i bet i bet i could learn keyboard but like at this point in life it's too late to to establish that like i think i'm a better singer than probably a lot of people who are not trained and only sing in the car but everyone thinks that um you know i think but you're so- a great singer you've not even really heard me sing um it doesn't but I matter appreciate it it doesn't matter. Yeah, but I can um, just tell listening to you talk, you're at bare minimum a good singer. <laughs> you would, you, 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 maybe, maybe we'll we'll see one day. But um, I did promise if the Metal Gear Solid Three remake ever ends up like being real, that I would I would record a cover of Snake Eater. So oh my I promised that live Please. on SDGC. So oh, wow. I do. Okay, so have to if, do that. if we do, I can't walk away from it. If we do go to PAX West, they have um, a Japanese karaoke style um, uh, place that you can go to called the Rockbox. So basically you rent a room and you get to sing your fucking heart out uh, and they just come bring you drinks. Like I would kill just, it at that. I would kill it 100%. at that. 100%. For sure. So f- if we go, we have like we gotta we gotta reserve a room one night and just fucking go belt our hearts out. Yeah, but uh, um, but I've just I've got fond memories yeah, of playing. You have opinions on that? <laughs> no, I was, I was gonna say the the game I was thinking of was called Audio Surf. I don't know if anyone. Oh yeah, Audio one. Surf. Fuck yeah. yeah! I knew yeah, it was very popular. That. Um, and yeah, you it's like DRM free and you can use your own library, but. Uh, while I was looking that up, what kept coming up with like these music rhythm games was fucking Trombone Champ, and it just yes. reminded it just reminded me of the fucking Seabat one, and all, and, <laughs> and, and and what that so what happened with that is I was uh, I was working that was a the other really day good and answer for that one yeah. yeah you fucking were like, I'm getting to that because I was working is... the other day and I I usually like to put on some chill music when I try to like just get in the zone and really crush through a bunch of stuff I have to do. Um, and one of my favorites used to be um, the Hudson Mohawk uh, Watch Dogs 2 soundtrack. But I swear to God, all I fucking hear now when I listen to Hudson is Seabat. Like every track. <laughs> I just, And when I hear Seabat, all I see is fucking Finn with his shorts riding halfway up his ass. His Kirby uh, Bayonetta. Yeah. yeah. Like Kirby Bayonetta impression. A You're fir- welcome. A fucking king. We love Finn. Yeah. So um, 
Yeah, but no, Audio Surf was the, the one I was thinking of. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to stream Trombone Champ on, on our channel one day. Yes, I love it. But yeah, so I just, I, you know, I, I, Rock Band was a big part of, of like social get togethers mm-hmm. for a long time back when I had more of a social life in person. And we get together, we drink, we do a little rock band, I'd belt a little queen. Never the obvious ones, right? Like if you're picking a queen track, everyone thinks you need to go for like Bohemian Rhapsody. And no, never no. go for the iconic track. Don't stop me now, it's perfect. Right, that's a good one. Go for something like Hammer to Fall, right? Yeah. Go for something people don't think of, you know, because then when you hit him with that, here we stand, here See, we fall, good. you know, it's like people go, whoa, yeah. I don't mm-hmm. know these notes. Maybe you can hit them. Maybe you can't. I'm not yeah. sure. Um, There's not that same point of reference, right? Yes, exactly. You're doing yourself a favor. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so that's that's been a really good time. So I'm going to waste a lot of hours in that, I think, in time to come. And we're and I'm bringing that for downtime for the next SCGC charity get together. We can't stream it, but we could definitely play it. <laughs> we could stream it and mute the, the music. <laughs> that would be and great. It would sound, uh, yeah, it would sound like just the singing. Sure. Just, just the singing. <laughs> It'd be like when the, those audio or those video clips where they've removed like the laugh track from a sitcom and it's just the fucking cringiest, most awkward. That is the worst shit. Big Bang Theory without a laugh track is uh, a story about serial killers. I'm convinced. So is friends. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Oh. Well, I believe that is that is all of us, as there is no secret fifth member of the call. John just fucking busts through the door. <laughs> yeah. Just, hey guys. <laughs> I don't know why he sounds like that. Um, fucking goofy. Yeah. <laughs> hey guys. I'm here to talk about video games. It's because you know me what? and him just did Godzilla's Revenge. That's why. <laughs> he is becoming a uh, a Seattle-based hipster. So I uh who knows what John's even doing anymore. He doesn't play the games anymore. He just experiences them. He is going to fit in when he yeah. when he when John goes to PAX, he is going to fit in as a Seattle hipster. He looks the part. So Dude, 100% now. <laughs> as somebody born and raised in the Seattle area. Yes. <laughs> Correct. Mm-hmm. Correct. Yeah. That's so, a valid opinion. Jeff, um, you kind of suggested this, so why don't Uh-oh. you kick us off? Mm-hmm. Um, He's looking through the chat like, fuck, fuck, fuck. I am. I'm trying to figure out, because I don't know how the best way to introduce this shit is. And also, I've had like a double of bourbon already. Um, Hell yeah. But like, okay. a lot of a lot of companies have been having, a lot of these gaming companies, publishers and devs, have been having kind of hard times recently. A lot has been canceled or been reported to be canceled in the last like week or two mm-hmm. alone. Yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll, uh, I did bring with up, some so summaries. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll run through them real quick. Um, we'll just hit up high level and then we can like dive into it a little bit. So that's a good way to do it. I don't, I don't remember exactly which the first one that broke. Um, a couple of them came, I think both from Jason Schreier. So, uh, the first one we've got here is, uh, the other day, EA and respawn quietly canceled a single player game in the apex and titanfall universe according to three people familiar with it how uh, fucking dare you yep yep um and they're trying to find new positions for the 50 people who were working on that team but they will lay off the people who can't be placed maybe they can find work for them on fucking another titanfall 3 yep 
Um, and then uh, around the same time, we and we talked before about Microsoft layoffs. Obviously, 343 and Halo were heavily affected. We got more details on that. Um, I, I did some little uh, tweaks to bypass the paywall on Bloomberg. So what are you going to fucking do? I'm not in the United States. You can't extradite me. <laughs> uh, but uh, it says here, um, so there, there was a lot of rumors about what was going to happen with 343 and Halo. A lot of people, I think, were suggesting that I think this was refuted a while ago that they were done with Halo. Um, so they are going to keep making games. Um, but a couple big things came out of this recent interview. First off, they confirmed that I think initially we heard the rumors were like 60 people were laid off. It was actually closer to 100, which would be oh, almost, which would be almost a, yeah, oh. almost a quarter of their workforce. The workforce, I think, is estimated to be between four or 500 people at its peak. Um, so that, that's a big chunk. Uh, it was confirmed again that uh, while they never they claimed they never explicitly stated they were making single player content, but the fact that when they announced Halo Infinite, they committed to a 10 year platform and said future stories in the Halo Infinite universe would be released within this game. So that kind of implies that they were planning on it. Um, but they've they basically reiterated, no, like single player story DLC is not happening. Um, uh, so you could call that canceled, if you will, it, because yeah, it seems I, like I, it was I, planned. Mm hmm. Sorry, I, I thought that what I read was there was single player content planned, but now they're not moving forward with it. Uh, they they never officially announced it, but it yes, correct. It it sounds like at some point they they planned it, and regardless, it's not happening now. Um, so it's the same story: more layoffs. Uh, you know, more if you want a cancellation, downsizing. Um, you know, obviously the the scope of Halo Infinite has been reduced a lot. It sounds like now. They're focused on um, this story does confirm from the sources that they are switching from their custom engine to Unreal Engine, which is not like flipping a switch. It's a big fucking thing to move yeah. your entire series to a new engine. That will take some time. And other than that, it sounds like they're just kicking back, pitching ideas for where Halo should go. So it's sounds like it's going to be a while before we see something new. Basically uh, a soft reboot of the whole franchise. Yep, yep. More or less, which I think is kind of what we thought Halo Infinite was going to be. And it sucks because it was, it was very well received. People liked the campaign. The multiplayer was, was free. Though? It was popular. Yeah. Was it? It, no, it, it was like, critically, Halo it was well out. reviewed. Generally, sure. people played and enjoyed it. It was generally well received. But then it I died off it. so fast. Yeah. Did they ever come out with the co-op, the online co-op? They did. I think they finally yeah. did. Yeah. Did they? Okay. I liked Infinite, yeah. right? I'm not a Halo person, yeah. but like I got around to playing People the Master Chief Collection and then four and then five is it on PC and then I played Infinite and, and like mm -hmm. Infinite was good. I had a good time with it. Yeah, I don't know. I but I think that's the problem is everyone played it. Sorry, go ahead, yeah. Finn. Sure, I'm saying I, I got halfway through the campaign and then decided to wait for the co-op. Mm -hmm. And then by the time the co-op came out, because I've played every single Halo campaign co-op with friends. And by the time it came out, everyone had moved on and no one cared anymore. And I was like, oh, I guess I'm never playing Halo. Yeah, it, it seems like it came out. Everyone played it. It was good. But I, I don't know if it's a competition. It just lacked something to. And it's hard, right? Like, it's they not necessarily so, even their so fault. So the problem was that they didn't update the multiplayer for a really mm -hmm. long time. And that's like, mm -hmm. you know, campaign aside, like it was already it already took a hit there because of. um you know, just not having the co-op campaign and everything, mm -hmm. but, um, you know, and then when you like, other than that, like the bread and butter of Halo is, uh, you know, 
doing um online play and playing with you, friends right yeah and doing you know doing that shit and they didn't update it for months like i had well, some of my xbox friends that were just like yeah like mm-hmm. halo's just boring to play because we've been playing the same maps with the same weapons for almost a year you know well, so it just remember kind of when these games simply didn't change you got yeah. what you got yep and i was gonna say on that note like that's the problem with making this type of game i think even what was there there was a lot of problems with like they had to tweak the progression constantly um, which again isn't unique to halo but it just shows how hard it is to really nail um you know like like derek said like i'm fine i don't need the carrot on a stick if i like a game like i will just play it for hours on end with no progression no upgrades no unlocks i'm it's fine but i get that's not what people want now people are used to this this like little treadmill they want to feel like their time is is more than just playing the game they want to feel like they're working towards something here's the thing they implemented a battle pass so they kind of did that did it to themselves right like Mm -hmm. You know, you can't implement a battle pass and then just not really do anything. And if you implement it, it, you have to crush it. Like you have to do it right. And it, right. yeah, they people weren't really happy with the system, and they made a lot of changes to it. But by then, again, a lot of people only wait for so long, and they found other games to play because there's a lot of games out there, right? Right. Who's nailing battle passes? Because it feels like every big service Fortnite is doing well Fortnite, Fortnite. Fortnite's also been in the game forever so they better I want to say Overwatch is catching up I want to say it's gotten better it the the first season was rough but they're getting better um yeah 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 but yeah Yeah, the thing the thing about a good paddle passes is you have to make it obtainable for people DJ is not here so I'll just say Call of Duty maybe I have no way to to refute that all I know is that shit like that goes hard and everyone talks about it and it mm-hmm. sells extremely oh, well so benny. it's gotta be good benny's causing problems back it. there <laughs> um oh. so that's i mean that's you know, oh and then the last one um i guess kind of the the third part of the story is this comes from jeff grubb uh so i'm hearing this from it's not only uh not directly from like it's like third-hand information but what i'm hearing is that jeff grubb in some form is suggesting uh, that the coalition, uh, a new IP that they were working on, uh, other than Gears, has been canceled. Obviously, it wasn't really canceled because it was never, I don't think it was ever officially announced, but like internally, they were working down. on something new. Uh, don't even, we're not, we're not doing the scale bound talk. But uh, it, it's just like, it feels like in general, in an industry we know is highly volatile and unstable. Um, we know with all these tech layoffs going on it, non-gaming companies like amazon and and facebook it just feels like whether it's similar factors some overlap that's bleeding a little bit into games it feels like everyone is just tightening the belt doubling down on the safe bets um very risk adverse i guess uh and uh it it sucks because it means people are losing their jobs and some really good games are not going to see the light of day yeah now the Um, stuff with the coalition does make a little sense because grub is saying and again grub's I like Grub. Mm-hmm. He's a good dude. We've talked to him plenty. He's been on the show several times. He's a good guy. His information is not always good. Uh, Accurate. It's, it's, he yeah. he clearly has sources. He he knows stuff. He's put out mixed mixed stuff before. But like, it does make sense for these two because there was a smaller project and a larger project, and both got canceled. But like, Gears Five was a while ago. So you'd mm-hmm. think we'd have heard about something from the coalition, um, 
and and the idea that they're working on a couple of projects and just they're not making it to the light of day. That and tracks. I think they I think they've been playing a bit of support role too. I think they've got some teams or some members like yeah. helping out at some of the other projects there. Yeah, so, yeah, that that mm-hmm. I mean for sure. Were they helping out with Halo? Or was that all 343? I'm not going to pretend to know. I want to say yeah. maybe they were helping out with one of the projects we still haven't seen, like Perfect Dark or Fable or something that like that. That would surprise I, me. Fuck. Yeah. Because, um, yeah, the, hey, Perfect, the Dark. Perfect Dark maybe needs all hands on deck, it sounds like. But, I mean, uh, the thing there's that... There's also two things that you guys forgot. Oh, hit me. Uh, two relatively big... Uh, Games as a service games just got shut down this week or announced yes. their shutdowns this week. Rumbleverse and literally just a couple hours ago, Knockout City. Yes. That dodgeball game. Uh, dodgeball. Dodgeball game. That just Both came out, guys. didn't it? Mm. Well, Rumbleverse, no. Knockout City's been here for a few years. Like they were, they, they just announced that season nine of their content will be their last. So that's, that's respectable. The rumble verse was new, new. That's that's the one I was talking about. Yeah. Cause I thought that was like real new. What is, is. can you explain uh, what is rumble verse Finn? Sorry. Uh, just curious. It's, it, it was made by Epic. Oh, wow. Um, it's kind of like a, uh, a wrestling based Fortnite. I guess is a good way. It was a battle Royale game, mm-hmm. but it was all about brawling instead of gunplay. Huh, right. that act that so sounds have, decent. Like, crazy over the top like wrestler type characters. Yeah. Damn. And That's I remember it was very well received. Like it's sitting at a 90% like rating. Mm-hmm. Uh Steam reviews are high. It's just, you know, this is the danger with service games, man. You know, there's I mean, only that, a handful. Oh, and also just a couple of weeks ago when Ubisoft was cutting like the, what was there a hype? Yeah, or Ubisoft cut so many games uh, that mm-hmm. we were just talking about last week. Hyper something? I don't know. I'm typing it in. Hyper Hyperscape. Hey, it might be. Uh, never mind. Before you, you yeah, I'm not. I, to be honest, I thought Hyperscape was dead already. But well, I mean, that's what always kills me about Ubisoft is they mm-hmm. completely abandoned their traditional gaming type games that made them so famous and beloved. Mm-hmm. And went all in on chasing every trend they could. It reminded me a lot of uh, when Square Enix went so hard in NFTs, but with Ubisoft, they were like, "No, we're only going to make these." Square hasn't given things. that shit up yet. <laughs> so, but yeah, it just sucks. I mean, the to, one that I'm breaks my to think heart. Of another company that chased trends so hard. Mm-hmm. I mean, Capcom for a, for a period of time was like, if you want to talk about the dark ages of Capcom. Bro, the PS3 era of Capcom was rough to live through. The first half was good, I maintain, <laughs> but the back half of the of the 360 PS3 era and the beginning of the Xbox One PS4 era, dark years. Where did, we, we always talk about, I feel like, the end of the decline, like Street Fighter V and um kind of that, That's like the, the help they needed from Sony. What was the what was the start of the decline from Capcom? Because like I'm thinking they like, you know, people make fun of like Resident Evil 6, that game. I think sold crazy amounts of it copies. It did, but people weren't happy about it, right? Like, and okay. that's a Resident Evil is a perfect example of like it's a franchise that has sold Resident Evil f- franchise sales. Prove the point I made a couple shows ago about how you're always on a delayed reaction because like mm-hmm. Resident Evil Five is the best selling game in the series because of Resident Evil Four. People played yes, four uh, and they could not fucking wait for the next one. Resident yeah, Evil 5, five was still super well liked. So front loaded. 
Yeah. And five got, you know, some criticism. People still broadly Mm -hmm. liked it, which is why a ton of people showed up for six. But six and the reaction to six killed that franchise for years. Um, Yeah, it was it was almost like, what, eight years between six and seven. Yeah, Mm -hmm. something like that. Well, what you had like Lost Planet three, right? They drove a very promising series kind of into the ground. Um, They had several bad runs with fighting games in a row um, because they had they had uh, uh, Street Fighter versus Tekken was rough. That was supposed to be such a big deal because it was going to be two games. Yeah, there was Tekken versus Street Fighter, right? And and, and Bamco was like, maybe not anymore. (laughs) Yeah, put so, Akuma um, in Tekken 7 and you're going to be happy with that. Um, but, hold um, on, hold on. Let me think. Um, they they, they had up, a, up the list right now for They you had a bunch of really bad uh, like remasters and re-releases on like Xbox Live Arcade, especially fighting games um, that they were like, this will decide the future of the franchise and they were not good versions. Um, then you had, you want to talk about the early uh xbox one ps4 era dead rising 3 was not well received um it was street not. fighter 5 was a mess uh bad resident evil spinoffs over and over again uh then yeah dead rising 4 was bad marvel's capcom infinite got a lot of flack uh and it was I'm kind of you, i tell you right now what it what it really was yeah oh i mean all those points you just said very true like lost planet 3 killed lost planet Resident Evil 6 killed Resident Evil. Street Fighter uh, X Capcom like killed that so hard that they never went. I mean, they and then they were also killing the franchises that uh, did do well. Like this was the era where a bunch of Ace Attorney games came out that they then never decided to bring to America. Right. This and then their biggest cash cow, Monster Hunter. This was the the time when the Monster Hunter games were just starting to like decline like they weren't doing monster hunter numbers anymore like if it was i believe it was monster hunter they were still doing good yeah they were doing good but again monster hunter doesn't do good monster hunter does gangbusters so how long how long did they go without a console version of monster hunter like a real console version um Uh, from monster hunter 3 all the way into world yeah yeah they had swapped to 3ds and wii and that didn't do great. And also, like you said, like the Resident Evil spinoffs, like the Revelation games just weren't well received. Six sucked. Breath of Fire. They Oh, that was, this was also the time they started taking all of their classic franchises that people kept waiting for new entries and moving them to mobile. So Breath of yeah. Fire was turned into a mobile game. Mega Man was turned into a mobile game. Uh, like all the all these games, like the new uh, Street Fighter uh, puzzle, like. Uh, game got turned into a mobile game like all these games that people had like cult followings and loved were being again following the trend and turned into a uh a mobile game and oh man it was it was just a rough time oh and also let's not forget devil may cry yeah oh my Um, god dmc not bad but you can't it's a fine character action game it's not devil may cry and it was and also, it was actively antagonistic towards Devil May Cry fans, and like, I'm not gonna let them live this down. Ninja Theory's entire pitch for that game was, pardon my fucking French, but Devil May Cry is for faggots, uh, and we're gonna be better than that. And Dante can't be fucking gay. I'm, I, dude, I'm fuck Tamim on whatever you pronounce his last name. Fuck that guy. 
for that whole fucking behind the scenes pitch meeting on and Devil May Cry. And just to be clear, the the word the language Derek is using is verbatim from the slide. This is not yes. paraphrasing. Yes, they like yeah. made Brokeback Mountain jokes and shit. Like, also, mm-hmm. I'm allowed to say it. Um, yeah. you know, but like, I'm just I'm so fucking pissed. Uh, and then yeah, like, it's funny we're talking about Capcom though, because like. Capcom's a great example of a trend of a company that went through a lot of hard times doing a lot of the trend chasing that Ubisoft is, you know, in trouble for right now. Capcom had, I think, the most historic turnaround oh, I've ever seen from a, a big publisher. I never get tired of talking shocking. about this, by the way. I never yeah. get tired of it. It's 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 so crazy that that they went from from the darkest period in their history to me to like banger after banger after banger of Resident Evil releases. Devil May Cry 5 was incredible. Fucking Devil May Cry 5 sold how many million? It's their 10th best-selling mm-hmm. game of all time now. Um, it's crazy. Monster Hunter World was a hit for them. Monster and, Hunter Rise was a hit. Ace Attorney's doing numbers. And you like, know like, like how they did really it? Glossing over Monster Hunter World as being calling it just a hit. It's, like it's the biggest game of their time. entire library, yes. Yeah. But you, you know how they did it? You mentioned like they were before all this, they they ran themselves into the ground chasing trends. All these games, they basically went back to the roots of why the people love the games. They put uh, money and trust into their yeah. development teams and their creators. Mm-hmm. And they said, here's a gigantic fuck. This was their Hail Mary, right? Here's yeah. a gigantic fucking check for Resident Evil 7, right? Here's a gigantic fucking mm-hmm. check for Monster Hunter World. We're going to let you make the game you need to make to make the best mm-hmm. fucking games you can. And we're going to hope these fuckers sell. And- and it returned. And all of them weren't like, we're not going to make res- we're going to make Resident Evil like a service game. We're going to make Monster Hunter like a looter shooter. It was like they are all they all still retain the essence of why people love the games. Modernized means- and updated where it makes yeah. sense to. So you get the best of both worlds. You get your classic audience. You don't turn them away. You don't alienate them. But you're going to bring in a whole bunch of new people like me who'd never played Monster Hunter before because it's finally fucking a little bit accessible. and I get my foot in the door. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's just brilliant. So it's crazy. They've had this huge turnaround. They have all these projects in the works. And now in this year where we've had company after company canceling a bunch of games and, and telling their their investors and their employees like, hey, prepare for a rough year. Capcom is saying that they expect that this fiscal year coming up will be the biggest year for game sales they've ever had which is at first sounds fucking crazy to me, but wait, what game? Well, Capcom says in general, they think that their total sales for the year will be the highest of, of any year that they've been in operation in the Resident Evil two year. I don't know. Yeah, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. Resident Evil okay. 4. Remember we got Resident Evil four and that's, that's going to do some numbers, but on that note, some people aren't liking the changes that they made with uh, Ashley. We'll talk about Save that, because um, I do want to talk about some of the cool Resident Evil stuff that came out from Game Informer, right? That had the big front page. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Monster Hunter Rise is killing it on consoles, the the Xbox and PlayStation ports. And and they haven't even released Sunbreak on those consoles yet, right? Right. And that's going to do some numbers, too. Yep. Street Fighter 6 hits in June. And I think Capcom knows Street Fighter 6 is going to be big for them. Street Fighter 6 is going to hit in a big way. There is too much energy across like gaming media and like in in, in everywhere 
for Street Fighter. Like they know that's mm. gonna do numbers they haven't seen in ages. And it's from coming that out franchise. At the perfect time. Can I yes. say uh, uh, two I'm months like... after launch? Oh, sorry, Jeff. Go. No, uh, I was just gonna say, uh, Finn, you go ahead because mine's kind of off topic. Okay, uh, two months after launch is Evo, and that's gonna yeah. get. Capcom, Capcom's partnering with PlayStation to do such a massive push for Evo this year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, man. I think Capcom thinks that Battle Network Collection is going to do pretty good for a collection because there's been a lot of clamor for that. Street um, Fighter Six is going to do well, right? It's going to do like, stupid good, yeah. Yeah. And also, what I was, it's, 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 it's in my fantasy critic. That's what I like to hear. <laughs> what I was going to say is, like, as someone who doesn't, you know, doesn't play a lot of fighting games I, in, like, I'm not super into Street Fighter, so I, I'm just like aware of the game. It seems like like it's not it's never been a serious game, but I fucking love the tone of like all the trailers and stuff they've shown off. It's just fun. It just looks like a they're fun really ass leaning game. into like Street Fighter's fandom and the fighting game community yeah. really has a lot of love and almost worship for Street Fighter three in particular, which yeah. also leaned in very heavily on this kind of like hip hop kind of mm. tone and aesthetic and and all of that. Um, it's so and, fresh, though, like it doesn't I it doesn't feel or look like anything else out there right now. That's the way Street Fighter needs to be right. Mm -hmm. It needs to have that energy. It needs to be here's the fighting game community is built on black and Hispanic and Asian players, right? But more than anything, black gamers built the FGC. Oh, right? absolutely. That's, that's why that is why so much of that kind of energy flows through the competitive spirit of fighting games, regardless of the game you play. That is why that style of grassroots tournament organization is the way that it is. Like it's, it's inextricably linked. Um, and and Street Fighter Six, like Street Fighter, is fighting games. It's the original yep. in every meaningful way. Big Street Fighter releases have always defined the upcoming era of fighting games in a big way. And like Street Fighter Six is going to be whether you play them or not, it's going to define the next you know five to eight years of fighting games. And and they know it needs to feel like and represent that entire oh. audience oh sorry Unre yeah. related but unrelated you're asking what games did battle passes and did really well street fighter 5 that's street, yeah. street fighter yeah. 5 battle passes and also smash brothers battle pass but anyway smash uh, has a battle pass what the fuck i'll kill you well, i know i honestly passes. didn't know dlc passes oh whatever. that's not the same thing okay yeah. you're right but uh no they uh, did call street it a battle pass though also, i think <laughs> Street Fighter Six also has the greatest uh, logo glow up of any game I've ever no seen. No fucking kidding! Yeah. Mm -hmm. Fucking yeah. love the the new Six logo. How upright! It's a Roman numeral Six or, or an English Six, and then it rotates it, into it the Roman inside, Six. It's a Roman numeral Six, and it's so fucking cool. Yeah, uh, I, I've talked before. One and you're like, wow, what the hell? I talked before about how I buy a fighting game every like four or five years, just to just to see if I like them. Uh, mm -hmm. this Street Fighter Six is gonna be the, the got, last one I bought was Dragon Ball Fighters. Yeah, uh, it's gonna be Street Fighter Six, and like I'm gonna play an hour, and I'm not gonna regret it because the vibes and the music and the aesthetic are gonna be so good. Like it seems like they're putting money care. and work into the single player mode. You know, yeah, that's I mean, what I care about. Mm -hmm. So I suck um, at fighting games, so yeah. I feel you, Jeff. I get the same fucking. 
I'm like, I'm going to do the tutorials. I'm going to take right. it slow. I'm going to learn everything. But and see, like, my problem is you I have all stuck a duck game, but that didn't stop you from playing. Shut the fuck up, Finn. <laughs> Listen, quack, quack. we are out of good time, not a fucking Finn time. All right. Um, <laughs> yeah. We uh You want to talk uh, about Finn Dom? Let's talk about Finn dominating at Duck Game. Oh no. No. Yeah. Derek. That's my boy. Betrayal. Where's, where's the gay allegiance? <laughs> I'm getting but, my yeah. ass beat too. So I um the last fighting game I bought other than Smash, uh, because Smash is easy. It's an easy fighting game, right? It's a more accessible fighting game because you don't have to memorize the bazillions and like shift that looked really bad but you don't have to do the um you know the middle shift the like between the two like there's right and then down and you have to do the in between it right oh you don't have to do like a dragon punch motion yeah i'm not good at that first off and second i am directionally dyslexic so if i see like an arrow and I'll, I'll I'll do the other way, and also if it like says like okay, like they they do this in um, they actually have a fun little mini game section in a space for the unknown, where um you basically do like Street Fighter combos, and you have to get a high high enough combo on it. But my problem is is that they show the arrows that you're supposed to do, but then they also show the button that you touch. But my brain registers that as an arrow. So if it's like the right button, I'll hit the right directional and it fucks up the combo and I have to start all over again. And it's just I'm not good at fighting games. The only one I've ever been decent at and went to tournaments for was uh, Smash Brothers Melee. Um, But yeah, so I'm I'm assuming that my spouse is going to buy Street Fighter because he's a huge Street Fighter fan. I will watch him play it. It does have that new control scheme. I don't know if you saw anything about that, Britt. Mm-mm. They have a, a new they have they have the original control scheme and they have a heavily reworked control scheme that puts specials. It's it's closer to like a Smash Brothers style like direction Ooh. plus button system. I like it. You don't get access to the like, you know, light, medium, heavy versions of every attack, obviously, because you have to like simplify. But like then again, you don't need every single attack if you're that. So is it you one know, of those things where it's games. like it's a good like you can play the game and have a good time, but like to really yes. master you're it, not you're, gonna, gonna if you, to, you're not going to compete yeah. with this. You're not going to play online right. for long with this. But if you want to like pick it up, play around with characters, do the story mode like, yes, this is much more approachable. Love it. Love hey, Derek, it. Yeah. I'm 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 doing it now. I'm challenging you to a duel. OK, that's dangerous. I used to play Street Fighter four competitively, but Derek just said, I will do fucking it. destroy you. But. <laughs> I'll just hire some, I'll hire someone I know in the FGC to shadow play as me. It won't be hard. I, I, I said I played competitively. I didn't say that I fucking took tournaments competitively. Um, but, you know, I didn't get washed out either. Who did you play as? Uh, Chun-Li, usually. I was going to say, I'm going to fucking thigh your ass. Like, yeah, good. 100%. Um, <laughs> I've been waiting for you to say that for so long. No, uh, uh, no, I played a lot of Chun-Li um, and I played a lot. That's so fucking good. Are you kidding me? I'm so proud. That tops my That's fucking good. jail I was comment. So, I was so like, I didn't want to, but I knew I had to. Um <laughs> But but so I played good. I played a lot of Chun Li and then I played some Crimson Viper 
and then I played. Um, I ended up. I playing, love Crimson Viper. I miss her. Yeah, I played a little guy and wasn't very good as him. Um, I'm trying to remember Dan? who else. She plays Dan. No, absolutely not. Um, what's wrong with Dan? Fuck Dan. I <laughs> love wait. Dan. Fuck Dan. <laughs> There's a guy in Street Fighter just named Dan. Yeah, yeah. he's a joke character. He's intentionally he's bad. Character. We he's trained him wrong terrible. as a joke. Can't <laughs> tell if you guys are serious. I'm serious. No, Look I him know. up. What? So my does he look my exactly like friends. I'm picturing? Maybe. Yeah. He's okay. So he's Ryu, he's but he wears Ryu. a pink like Ryu outfit instead with like Steven like, Seagal ponytail. Bang. Yeah, and a long bang. I'm pretty sure. Oh my god! Yeah, he's fucking amazing. real. And my like, I have a <laughs> one of my best friends, if not my best friend in real life, is named Dan, and we always he like he got good as Dan because people always gave him shit about Dan. Uh, yeah, Dan's Loki. Chat. <laughs> he's a I'm fucking a, king. I'm a big Street Fighter fan now. I've just been converted. <laughs> Big Dan, big Dan fan. Is it I the love... Vice or Dan? Why not both? Can yeah. I both? <laughs> it's also been so fun. I'm I'm so looking forward to the next several years of Street Fighter characters coming back and being like revealed in this new art style and and mm -hmm. like graphical fidelity. Like we saw Ryu and we were like, "Holy shit, this is crazy!" And then we all realized that the, the internet was gonna break when Chun Li and Cammy were revealed, and they were. And, like, they're tasteful, more tasteful than has usually been the case. But, like, again, the internet fucking broke. And now my joke is just, when are they going to show me Zangief? Oh. When are they going to show me Zangief? Um, as, as our the good buddy Geef, yes. Nick, Nick, the Electivirus, Doofavirus, Bidoof, yeah. whatever, uh, says, we're going to be able to tell whether or not Zangief is fucking uh, circumcised or not through his, uh, through his wrestler briefs. I, I said I don't know anything about Street Fighter, really. I know Zangief very well because of course. my, co How could my you co-workers not? who sat beside me had his lock screen as Zangief. <laughs> yes! A, a very, yeah. You can imagine the type of image it was. And I walked into that every morning before I even had my coffee. Is like, <laughs> That's a good yeah. fucking way to start your morning. Not oh, even yeah. gonna lie. Not even, you want to talk about thick thighs. Like, Geef's yeah. got them. Yeah, and he looks like he strapped a pair of raccoons to his fucking calves. Yeah, he's, he's geefing it, man. <laughs> he's oh. geefing it? That doesn't sound good. Oh, no, fucking Zangief, he's geefing it. Ugh. I I'm but laughing like, at the baby Hadouken that Finn just posted. But like all of that's gonna Jeff, do really Jeff well. Jeff is in for the, the geef beef. Okay. The geef beef. God damn it. <laughs> He's not wrong. I'm not gonna yeah. like fault him for that one. That's a that's yeah. a good one. So all of those are, are expected to do very well. Capcom thinks. I I wanna put a couple things out there that I think if if we want I think a lot of people might see that and go, okay, well, what else does Capcom have coming this year? Um, Monster right. Hunter is not hitting this year. Monster mm -hmm. Hunter 6, World 2, whatever you want to call it, whatever they're going to subtitle it, is not coming this year. I think we'll see it revealed this year. I don't think it's out until, man, if we're fucking lucky, it's next spring. Um, now, maybe that's part of it. Maybe it's going to hit in like February and count as part of this fiscal year, right? February mm -hmm. 2024. God, what are year numbers? Um, but I wouldn't get your hopes up. I'm still stuck that. in 2020, if we're being yeah, honest. I know, right? Mm -hmm. um, I I don't think Dragon's Dog... Like, Dragon's Dogma 2 might catch people by surprise. 
I I don't think that's hitting this year. Right? I was going to bring that up because that's an that's an interesting one. Um, that was supposed had, to be out a while to talk ago. about Dragon's Dogma. Yeah, it was supposed to be out. I think it was like Q4 2022. Like it was supposed to be out last year in that initial leak. Um, but then like finally they had like the reveal video, and I was really expecting for them to have something to show, and it was like nothing. It feels like one of these titles that got rebooted at some point. Like it, even I think for Dragon's it took Dogma, longer because yeah, Itsuno's team did do the original Dragon's Dogma, right? And they moved on to this after they were done with Devil May Cry 5, so they've had some time. Mm-hmm. But th- it's a big change in scope doing Devil May Cry to, to doing Dragon's Dogma, right? A big yeah. open-world game. It's going to be something that puts the RE engine through paces that no other Capcom game has put it through before. I can imagine that COVID hit them particularly hard. Mm-hmm. I'm going to ma- manifest something. Hit me. Power Stone. Give me Power Stone this year. I'd love to see a Power Stone collection. Would the you fucking guys, you guys are all guessing? Oh, sorry. Finish, right? No, no, no. I was gonna say it's on the it's on the Nvidia leak list. It's one of my favorite fucking games that hasn't been released since Dreamcast. It is Chef's Kiss. Beautiful, love it. Um, and a good multiplayer game. So, who has a PSP? I never had a PSP, so that is. Uh, doesn't CJ? Didn't John give him one, or was that a Vita? It's yeah, a Vita. It's oh, okay. PSP games. I don't know. Uh-huh. I had a PSP. Um, Love it. I think anyway. what we're what we're looking at this year for real, like we know about the Mega Man Battle Network collection, mm-hmm. and we know about, um, you know, Resident Evil Four is going to be huge, and we got some stuff to talk about that before we go off. Uh, Street Fighter is going to be huge. Exo Primal, I don't think, is going to count towards much. Exo Primal and Pragmatic are going to be games of the year. Now, They're going to carry Capcom to new heights, baby. Here's the, the only thing. one buying Exo Primal is Jaw Muncher. I'm yeah, exactly. Going to say it. Here's the thing. Y'all might want to get ready to be surprised by Pragmata. Um, That's a very you, Pragmata take on it. Son of a bitch. That game has been delayed a decent bit. And the thing with Capcom is when like when games get announced and they delay them like Capcom streamlined development means to me that my expectation is that this game did need more time, but it's on its way to greatness, whatever the fuck it is, rather than this is something that Capcom just doesn't know what the fuck they're making. I don't believe that current Capcom. Well, yeah, but RE versus is a different story entirely. So. Oh, did we talk about the PlayStation Plus collection getting canned? Oh shit, that's right. Mm-hmm. I forgot I that thought about it, but I, I wasn't sure it. like if it's that big a deal. I don't know. Is it the what? Here, I linked it, Finn, in the. So the uh, just yeah, I guess if if anyone needs a refresher, when the PS5 launched, Sony introduced what, what they called. Yeah. We got an the... asterisk. This goes on the last topic. <laughs> okay, yeah. Uh, Real quickly, so Sony, when the PS5 came out, they announced the PS Plus collection. It's a collection of 20 PlayStation 4 games, primarily meant for people who did not have a PlayStation 4, like new to the PlayStation ecosystem with PS5. And it was a way for them to uh, play a lot of the best hits on PS4. It was available at the time. There was only one tier of PlayStation Plus, and it continues to be available on the cheapest tier. Um, That collection is now going away. If you claim the games right now with any version of playstation plus you can play them indefinitely as long as you're still subscribed uh but it is going you know, away that it sucks but also i get it i guess 
It was always mm-hmm. designed to be like a uh, incentive for early adopters. Yeah, considering there were like no real PS5 and games. I, I think some people said that few. some of the games are already now available on like the middle extra games catalog tier. Correct. And also, mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's having those available for everyone de incentivizes people to upgrade to the upper tiers of PlayStation Plus. So mm-hmm. business wise, I mean, does it suck? Yeah. But then again, the PlayStation 5 hasn't really been the world's most consumer pro console. So, you know, we yeah. do. companies want your money. Hey, we right? made a system that you need a special stand in a really weird and awkward position in order to put it sideways. Uh, but if you put it upright, the console melts itself. Have fun. <laughs> like, good thing I didn't. Yeah. I didn't hey. either. That's because it doesn't fucking fit upright in anyone's entertainment. It doesn't fit in any right. entertainment center. Damn straight. <laughs> Shh, uh, Jeff, all right. don't call us out. Derek, you had an asterisk. We're going back. No, that you. I meant that's the oh, asterisk okay. in terms of like got it shit getting canceled, I guess. Um But yeah, so Capcom. I don't think they have much in the way of secrets this year. I think it's like we gotta find out what the fuck Pragmata is, and they're gonna announce next year's big games, which will be Dragon's Dogma and Monster Hunter. But I don't, you know, I wouldn't be sitting around waiting for like a secret triple a mega man game to hit this holiday or something you know um resident evil is going to be driving a lot of that and game informer just had a big uh a big blowout on on details on the resident evil (laughs) what was that i said big summer blowout (laughs) yoohoo from frozen Um, if anybody gets that reference i I get the reference christine does that one all the time yeah thank you i appreciate i love christine Reading Christine Jeffs. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but man, reading some of the details about the Resident Evil 4 remake, I I mean, Jesus, this cannot come quickly enough. When is it March? March, yes. Um some of the some of the details, there's there's a lot of like really like needly weedly little details about like, you know, um, People How they're doing the weapon the upgrade Ashley system. Shit. Yeah. Well, so why are they mad about the Ashley stuff? They don't. I so I think people are just mad that she's just not a girl that you rescue and save anymore. Like she has more of a purpose. Yeah. Um. So when I say people, I mean people that don't matter to us. See, I really like the stuff I'm reading about what's what's changing with Ashley. The fact that she's you're meant to kind of more actively command her around. You don't just stuff her in a dumpster and, and deal with an area and then say, come on, get out of the dumpster. You know, um, realistic though. Right. That's what I liked about Ashley being that way because she's just a teenage girl that you're trying yeah, to help. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, but it seems like this is a more, um, elegant way to handle that. You know, um, God, I mean, from the get go, like I like Ashley's design in this game quite a bit. Um, I'm not, hundred percent sold on Leon. He's still not my beautiful twink that he was in, in four, but I get it. They want consistency with resident evil two, And that's the actor they picked. But, um, I like, yes. I like what they're, sh- I what miss that? RE4 Leon. I know that, that was a, that was an awakening in high school for me. I better be able to wear that jacket the whole way through the game. My God. There better that be an, an option. Awakening. The hair, the jacket. What a fucking man. I what was, happens I wasn't when you're a Leon fan up until that point. What you happens know, was... when the boy band kids grow up and, and become men? And that's what it is. Absolutely. He absolutely <laughs> was an MCR fan that just kind of grew up. 
But yeah, I mean, there's there's all kinds of details about like new enemy types, the way they design like, you know, enemy kits and AI. It is it is almost astonishing reading through this how much it feels like is being stuffed into Resident Evil 4 remake. You know, um, they've confirmed that they're not cutting like the island, which everyone was so sure they were just going to cut the island section of the game. Uh, and they've confirmed they're keeping all three major locations. Like they're not Resident Evil threeing it. They're not trimming the fat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Which sucks because I well, love shit, Resident Evil. We 3, heard but... that two and three were originally supposed to be like one game, right? Like I could swear I've heard that. I don't know that it got cut up basically because it was like, okay, well we're just gonna do two, and then it was like we're gonna do three, but it's gonna be this little studio is gonna do it, and then that that studio didn't do a good job, and they had to kind of salvage what they could. Um, I still like two and th- uh, I still, I mean, I still like three, but, but yeah, it seems like this is going to be like village was big. There was a lot of shit in village, village was meaty. And we're not just talking about tall lady meaty. We're talking about <laughs> story meaty. Glad you said it. Um, <laughs> but, but yeah, like it seems if anything like anything else, you can always count on me to insert that little, the yeah. little thirst into any conversation. They are bringing that meat to resident evil 4 remake bring um, in the fucking meat man put put yeah. that on the box like yeah on we're the, bringing that I meat browser <laughs> do you know how excited i am they're bringing have they, the meat. Have, have they released <laughs> pictures of krauser yet they haven't but here's the thing they focused a lot about knives uh one of the details in the uh uh game informer article is that you can have multiple different knives now and the game is is technically beatable on knives only. They made sure that it would be. So I'm sitting here like, so you know the Krauser right. fight's gonna be Krauser's gonna be. Uh, that's gonna be some shit. He is one of my favorite like side characters in the Resident Evil universe. But speaking of Krauser, there are no QTEs anymore. No more mashup. Well, see, here's the thing. I like Krauser and I like the fight, but the cutscene leading up to to the the first big encounter with him is really frustrating. Right? No, like, just do QTEs for that fight only. Like, don't do it for anything else. I think I think it's so interesting because the idea that Resident Evil 4, the game that basically invented the QTE as we know it, is now the game that's that's taking the stance to say right, no. Saying, nah. We're you not know what, doing that. Is that. Better. Oh, let's see what they do with it. Yeah. God, I'm just looking at the Game Informer cover and, like, yeah, I, oh... I think yeah. I might try this one. I, I liked a lot of two, but that was like a few years ago. I tried playing three, I think like during the pandemic, kind of when like my taste in gaming was really shifting. Um, but and I've tried, I've talked about it before. I played a couple hours of four a few years ago. It's just like, I, I'm like stupid and old and cranky and stubborn, but I only, I don't like, I don't think I like what action. Uh, four. I played the, like the PC version. So like it was fine, but, um, I like it just it was like that weird mix like I'm fine with tank controls I'm fine with super slow like I just like that one to three like very basic ass survival horror Resident Evil and four was like a weird fusion of like it was a little bit faster paced but still like obviously the controls and everything and the systems were a little it revamped old. the entire series right it revamped yeah. the yeah. entire yeah. franchise because now look at Resident mm-hmm. Evil like it's completely yeah. I would say directly based off of the combat mm-hmm. system in Resident and, Evil. Uh, and, and seven was yeah. okay. I, I also don't think I like first person RE. That's why I, I bought Resident Evil 8 on sale uh, a few months ago. And I didn't realize that the third person mode was like exclusive to the 
uh, DLC. So now I'm waiting for the DLC to go on sale. Um, but four is like it's third person. It's, you know, just because of its status and its uh, rever reverence, like for the series and just action games in general, like it's considered one of the one of the all time greats. So I'm going to go in with an open mind again. This seems like a good chance for me to give it a second shot. Did you uh, play two? Yeah, I, so I played, uh, when I back when I had my own Twitch channel, I played a few hours of the original two. I, to be clear, I, I love the first game. I love like the original PS1 version and I love the GameCube version. That's like one of my favorite games of all time. I just think it is immaculate in terms of like level design and the mansion is just, it's just such a perfect location. Uh, I played all of two, uh, the remake when it came out and I, I fucking loved it. Yeah. Um, so I, again, I, I don't know if I can get back to like, that jeff like in terms of like taste in games and, and what i enjoy out of them but i think there's a good shot that i find at least something to like in four remake yeah. and i, I love yeah. that they're get, like again i love this capcom like they're not it's still resident evil 4 but like it's fucking good like it feels fresh it feels new um and i'm excited to to try it capcom is approaching every game they have in their stable with so much confidence and Power i stone. love it can we, on that note, stone. real quick, can we go back to Dragon's Dogma? Because I want to talk about this when we were talking about that. Yeah. Dragon's Dogma no. is like, I I, I don't, uh, I think most people who played it didn't finish it, but that's a fucking diamond in the rough. I played like 20 hours. I've never played a game like, it's not all good. Like some of it's really okay. it's messy. Wow. Stop but, talking through Jeff's voice. Uh, <laughs> it yeah oh wow he popped. it's funny yep. that everyone in sdgc like obviously like wow mm -hmm. is known for his love of yeah. dragon's dogma but like i am a tremendous fan of dragon's dogma and i bring it up all the time and somehow i have avoided that same you're like, not the dragon's dogma guy yeah <laughs> um but anyways like it's it's one of those we talk about all the time like first iterations of games that are drastically improved like the first uncharted it was a good game like uncharted 2 right like gears yeah. gears 2 um dragon's dogma is ripe for that kind of evolution uh the foundation is there it has a lot of unique elements and good things that you that it does so well so just the idea of seeing capcom take the same approach to it they have with all their other properties like we're gonna keep what you liked about it we're gonna fix everything you didn't we're gonna pour all our money and effort into it and like make this what it should be is really really exciting you want to get dive bombed by a fucking griffin out of nowhere again <laughs> or like be walking through the woods and get slapped around by a chimera i didn't even see my oh. favorite thing about that game still will be night like no other yeah. game has done night like that like if i didn't have a lantern on i couldn't see shit i tried adjusting the brightness on my tv I fucking love it. Dragon's love Dogma it. 2 with ray tracing. Oh, please. I'm just saying, man. I'm just saying. Yeah, it's going to be something special. So, like, yeah, a lot of companies are, are looking to have a rough year, but Capcom sure the fuck ain't, and I'm, <laughs> I'm looking forward to everything they've got in their pipeline right now. Except Exo Primal. No one cares about that. I have one additional thing to add to this yeah. podcast. That's very important. Um, if you are a Fortnite player, they're adding uh, Geralt in four days. Four days, you guys. Finally. They released the trailer like two months ago, and we are finally getting his ass. And, that's and the rest of them. <laughs> you sure? Uh, that's not what I'll be looking at, but yes. Oh, <laughs> uh, we got anything else? We I go for the it. night. I think we're good. Yeah, Resi Resident Evil good. Capcom good. Good, good show. Good chill night. 
Mm-hmm. I needed this. Thank you all. We always needed this. Um, <laughs> Every Thursday. God, I fucking needed I know. This. CJ, <laughs> CJ loves to make fun of us for that. Um, <laughs> folks, just a reminder, you can join our lovely, lovely Discord. Link is in the chat now. Um, if you're not already there, it's a great community. It's very open. It's very accepting. It's very heavily moderated for the safety and the comfort of folks from all different kinds of walks of life. Um, yeah, Blaine, thank you. Pushing the Patreon, please help support the show via Twitch or Patreon, uh, to help pay for replacement equipment. We got a few things that frankly probably could use replacing, um, you know, and then also to help us get to things like packs, get to, you know, get these charity together, uh, events together, um stuff like that i don't know that's all i got a, i am a patreon uh so don't think that it, we're just like asking people for money like i'm putting forth my own money to go into our patreon account so. which is kind of weird because in the end that's just like it's not like the same shell game where we all use our twitch prime subs right. for- <laughs> well i mean i do use my twitch prime sub for this channel but uh right yeah right yeah like- um you know we're gonna have to build a new john uh because this one's <laughs> Leaking hydraulic fluid, so (laughs) he's leaking his uh, old man. (laughs) I don't like that. All right, that's all I've got. We'll be uh, yeah. John will be on a panel at PAX East if he survives that long. Um, So will I. Yeah, and Finn will too. And Finn will be there. Yeah. If y'all are if if any of y'all are at PAX East, John and Finn will both be there. So look out for that panel. And I cannot think of two more outgoing people who would be excited to leave if there's meet two literally of us who anyone go, that wants to meet up if there were two it. of us who were going to go do all the networking it, it should yeah. be those two yes <laughs> um but yeah that's what we got folks uh keep an eye we have a couple reviews coming up over the next week um i think do we have a big guest next week or is that two weeks out I think it's two uh, weeks from now. So if people use the calendar, we'd be able to fucking know. And I use the calendar. Sure. I'm just not looking at it right Let's this very say, second. S- stay tuned to the space. Yes. Uh, yes. Yeah. Um, and that's that's what we got, folks. You all have a lovely night. And remember, kindness costs nothing. Take care.